0: Six Pack Double Feature presents Pick Six, where the guides give you a top five list and then add one more. Fight scenes, chases, desert island movies—it's all there, and of course, beer. Tell us your picks, guys.
1: I'm always ready. Always ready. It's all. In Other than one, I'm
0: not. Other than one, <laughs> <when> I'm not. <laughs> ah, welcome in again, kids. It's time for another Mix Six by Six Pack Double Feature. I'm Travis. I'm Nathan. And uh, this week, um, we are doing moments, uh, movies, or moments that in movies
1: or I, w- I picked moments in movies or movies in general that sure sure I think all of mine are listed as moments from a movie that scared the um, crap out of me as a kid. But if yours aren't yep, all same
0: movie, same, that's not that big a deal. All moments from movies that scared us as or a, scarred us uh, <laughs> in some cases <laughs> as a kid. Um, I think I know what one of them is going to be there because we probably had that discussion before. Probably. I've had this conversation with everyone that knows me. (laughs) A couple of them, maybe. All right. Um, Nathan, you won the coin toss. What is your number six? (laughs) Number six uh, is isn't Poltergeist.
1: Um, There's a lot of things in Poltergeist (laughs) that scares the crap out of you. I could have easily picked the tree. I could have easily picked the clown. Uh I could have Uh easily picked the guy who's tearing apart his face. I don't remember him in uh, looking at himself in the mirror.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. now you know what I'm
1: talking about. Yep. A lot of those things should have scarred me as a kid, and maybe they did at some point. But I, I've, I've healed from those scars. But the one thing that still scared me to death was <clears throat> with um, what's his name? What's the dad? Craig T. Nelson. Yeah. Well, his his character. He's walking out with his boss, and the, his boss goes, "Besides, we've done it before." And they're walking around. They're new for development five or whatever it is, phase five. At standing rock. And that pullback reveal of them talking about where this is, where the kitchen's going to be. And look at this beautiful vista. And then they pulls back farther and you see like this beautiful matte painting of a graveyard. And you realize that they just moved the headstones. They never moved the bodies. <laughs> And for me, it's that. It, most people may not find that freaky. For me, that was like the end all be all. It just was so. That's unsettling. pretty cerebral. That's yeah. pretty cerebral. Yeah, that that's that was my number six.
0: Mine, mine was far more <laughs> visceral. Mine, most other
1: ones are visceral. It's whether or not they're actually scary movies. Now, <laughs> my <mine> number no. <laughs> six. Uh,
0: my number six was, if not the final scene. Um, it is definitely um Brundle's final scene from the nineteen eighty six version of the fly. Okay. It's when been he, a while since I've seen when it. When he comes flopping out of that teleporter oh, and he has he the homeboy's got that shotgun and he's all like <laughs> and he oh. pulls the shotgun up. It's like I was my mom rented that, so it would have been nineteen eighty six or I would have been six, almost seven, and I was like, what? I didn't even understand what in the hell was going on, and then he blows his freaking head off, and just all this, it's Cronenberg to start with, so it's has oh, yeah. got all this slime and snot. And
1: yeah, Cronenberg has got this weird, I can't think of the word of it. The, visceral. The, like, visceral body Gross. mutation yeah. thing going, it's disgusting. I can see that would mess me up, thankfully. I didn't grow up with much in regards to the scary movies, so the so it'd have to be things that populated into
0: a movie usually that would have been scary. But um, that was uh, the uh, Brundlefly's death was my number six.
1: Okay, my number five is a movie that I saw probably when I was ten or twelve. That would be a scary movie for most, and it's Jaws. But, sure, but the one scene that always bothered me and still bothers me and unsettles me to this day is Quint's death. That's my number two. <laughs> I can see why that would be a number two. And maybe if I re ran them, I don't know. But yeah, nine number five, man. It's just there's everything about Jaws is was fascinating to me as a kid, but man, when he gets eaten by that shark, it his screams just rattle me. The screams. The, the look on his face and that uh, I mean it's uh, shitty spinning, it's shitty theater the blood, blood but, but it's still, still blood. blood. Yeah.
0: I, and it's just the fact that he's only in halfway uh-huh, and it starts I mean, flailing him around. Yeah, and,
1: and then just pulls him down.
0: Like, what that must feel like, and then, yeah, yeah. I That that kept me out of the, the bathtub for weeks. Yeah. That's when I started taking showers. I mean, that movie
1: was the reason, <laughs> I think, uh, probably one of the ABC Sunday Night movies, Lisa would talk about how she would, like, watch, like, from the bedroom, like, a, as much as she could of, like, whatever <laughs> is showing, and Jaws was on, she said, and what scarred her for her life was when the the leg drops down in the water.
0: Uh-huh, yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you kids all. She's right? like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> it's like, I regret coming back out to see what my parents are watching.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> my number five uh, goes back to a childhood sort of a thing. Um, most kids... Um, parents rented them Goonies or allowed them to watch the movie Goonies not not that my mom wouldn't let me watch the Goonies but instead she was like oh this will be fine you can watch this and the movie I'm talking about was Stand By Me and the part I'm talking about was Ray Brower's dead face with those just just, he's just pale and I haven't seen it in years because I still can't I'm terrified to look at it Uh, I can still because I can still picture it as well his eyes his, his pupils are all dilated and he has on this flannel shirt and what messed me up the most i almost swore sorry about that what got me the most was that the flannel shirt he had on was very similar if not the same one as to one i had so it kind of drove home into my head that oh shit that could be me and thanks mom (laughs) really (laughs) some some deep deep scars there uh i truly i still have a hard time i i still look away it's one of the things I still look away at. It's been just long enough since I've watched that I can't recall that, so now I'm gonna have to go watch that well, on you, you tonight. You are a sick person.
1: Not for that. It's been a while <laughs> since I've watched the whole movie. So there's other reasons you're a sick
0: person. Yeah. That's okay. my Ray Brower's face is my number five. Okay, so number four
1: is the funeral march in Something Wicked This Way Comes.
0: Never seen Never seen that? Nope. Okay.
1: Um Jonathan Price plays the Mr. Dark of Dark and Night Shades or whatever, um or Dark's... Pandemonium Circus Bazaar, whatever. I can't remember what the name of his full circus thing is. And the two boys in the story have gotten themselves into some trouble by investigating a little too much of what's going on with the circus. And now they're on the hunt for the two kids. And they're hiding down in a grate underneath. The dad has figured out that's where they are. And he sits there, and Mr. Dart comes up and talks to uh, Jason Robards, which is where I really started to like him as an actor and wants to know about these two boys and he opens up his hands and has a tattoo on the palm of each hand of the two boys and he's looking for Jim and he's looking for Will and he he gets so angry when he realizes that Will's dad is lying and he squeezes his hand till they start to bleed and it drips down into the grate and drops on the kids' faces. Oh wow. And it's 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 kind of subtle, but he's just Price is so menacing. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's he's good at that
0: kind of low. That's why creepy. I had a problem with him for a long time. That's yeah. a good one. I, I, now I want to watch that movie. That's what's going to happen a lot out of this. I think you're going to pull out some that I've not seen, and it's going to make me want to watch them, because I definitely... I'll I want let to, you borrow that. I want to check that out it's now. It's hard to
1: find, probably, but I have it on DVD, so I'll let you borrow that.
0: Um, probably not for the first time in this uh, mini-episode, uh, Mix 6 series, Pick 6, rather, series. Um, Star Trek is going to appear, but <clears throat> uh, for me, it was in The Wrath of Khan when they put that earwig into Chekhov's ear to sort of take over his personality. That's Um, my number two. (laughs) Awesome. I had ear problems as a kid. A lot of these evidently are going to be because I identified it as myself. I had, I mean, it wasn't anything serious. I had to have tubes 55 times as a kid, but it was that close-up of his ear and they put that damn thing in there. And then it made Chekhov a very lovable sort of affable character. It made him just this automaton. And the effect itself is – there's a, there's a little bit about it in the uh, Wrath of Khan uh, Blu-ray special edition. There's some <clears> – <throat> they go about how, to, how they did the effect, and which is just great in and of itself. It's a gigantic – it's about the size of this kitchen table, yeah. the ear. And so the, the worm, it was all stop motion and it was – Yeah,
1: it's creepy and that's still – that earwig wigs me out every time still yeah. when I watch Wrath of Khan. I love that movie now, but I mean I remember when I was well, – that probably was available to rent probably in 83 – at some point. probably yeah, I mean home okay. video rental was kind of new to the market at that time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like, I was spending a night at my friend's house, and for some reason we chose Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan on Betamax. I remember it was Betamax because, I mean it was there, 1982, yeah, it was 1983. Yeah, um, I've never been much of a Trekkie. I've I've grown into a lot of the stuff now. Sure. More so, but I mean I'm sure I was probably a kid and thought it had something to do
0: with Star. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean that that's an unintended awesome effect of what is arguably the best Star Trek movie. Yeah. That's great. Um so that was my number 4. What is your number 3? Okay, my number 3 I have a clip.
1: So whenever you're ready, we're going to do that.
0: Hey. You you want to see something really scary? You bet. Really? Yeah. Okay, this is this is really really scary now. I trust you. Okay pull the car over pull the car over Ooh. you want to see it well show me while i'm driving no i can't i can't tell you about it it's only take a couple of seconds all right two seconds okay okay what is it just pull it over okay i'll show you I'll... All right.
1: okay scare me
0: are you ready okay go ahead
1: What are you doing? That right there was the opening scene to Twilight Zone, the movie.
0: Okay. (laughs) I was wondering if
1: you were going to remember what that was from or not.
0: Nope. I haven't seen that. Uh, (laughs) That came out in 86 or 87. Uh, Let me see here. I have written down here. 83. 83. Okay. That's the one where the guy died in the helicopter scene.
1: Yeah, I can't remember the first time. I, I remember saw it, my I'm mom fra- yeah, I'm fairly certain I was under ten and it might have even been without the supervision or permission of my parents and it's been over a decade since I've seen the movie, but holy crap. And it, it the, that scene bookends the
0: movie because I dude, I haven't seen it since I was six or seven.
1: That I you wanna see something scary starts the movie and then it goes in and it's four vignettes. Sure, sure. Um and then it ends the I think the last episode is Terror. Twenty thousand feet or whatever, yeah. and ends with the John Lithgow's character. I think going getting into an ambulance and I mean, carted it off with the straitjacket. And ends with the two ambulance drivers or paramedics. And hey, you want to see something scary? That uh, oh, that scared the crap out of me as a kid. My it's mom. It's a little corny now watching it, but I mean, when you're eight or
0: ten, sure, seeing this thing and not expecting that. Holy mackerel! My mom rented that when it came out on VHS I'm when sure I was a cleaned kid. I clean my shorts at least. <laughs> you made lemonade in your pants. <laughs> That's a callback. That's a callback from a really shitty episode. Actually, a good episode, <laughs> you know, a good about, episode about a shitty, of a really crappy movie. movie. <laughs> um, that was your number three. My number three <clears throat> is um, <laughs> is the horror movie "Freak Out the Teacher" scene from the movie Summer School.
1: Oh, that is freaky, man. If you
0: remember that, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had... Um, so I, I grew that's up... That's an unexpected comedy. It is. Comedy, and it
1: then is. you're like, oh, my God, this is scaring the ground. This I, is disturbing. And I grew oh, up...
0: Uh, that's I, the
1: reason that movie is probably PG-13. Oh, absolutely. More than anything else. But anyways, go ahead. Um,
0: I grew up out in the country, so in the summertime, I didn't have... I couldn't easily get to my friend's house, so my, my mom would hire. She tried to call them companions, but I was fine calling them babysitters. And one summer. I had um, this companion. She hired See, See, it sounds <laughs> I, like. It sounds weird, right? Um, this is my au pair. It's my au pair. <laughs> this is my manservant, Dillahunt. Hunt. Um, but uh, they did that whole everybody's dead and the the guy starts ripping out his own entrails yeah, the guy that's the, a stripper okay, yeah. that scared the shit out of me because it's the look on his face and all the pan uh, the uh that's the, probably why i've had carol blood
1: with, like yeah when i had an issue with zombie movies for a good period of time and they had to do most likely with people that were being disemboweled or entrails yeah. of some kind and that's probably why though those scenes bothered me so much and i never made that connection till right now <laughs> But that, that's, Does he have like a pencil through his fake eye? And stuff oh, he does because he
0: pulls it out. Doesn't he eat it? Uh, later. He, he does. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Chainsaw eats it. Yes. That's funny. Mm-hmm. That's um, – yeah, that's, I'm going to skip you here because that, that brings us to number two, which yeah, my number two is Quint's death. So what's your number two which was it's earwig earwig. Um, <laughs> brings us down to the number one. What is your what is your number one? <laughs> the Vera gets possessed by the supercomputer in Superman three. <laughs> That scared the shit out of me, too. Yes, I'm glad I didn't put it on my list, because mine is mine is uh, equally yeah, scary. I but mean, go. Let's,
1: let's get this out of the way. Superman 3, for the most part, it's not a great movie. It's it really, scary. It's scary. Superman gets drunk. He splits in two. He beats himself up. Bizarro. One. I mean, Bizarro.
0: yeah. Call it Superman, Bizarro. Superman.
1: And Bizarro. Bizarro is a mean drunk. Or <laughs> Superman is a mean drunk when he gets black tar uh Kryptonite. I mean, I never. Loved...
0: Don't take drugs from
1: Richard Pryor. Yeah, exactly. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Or do. It's, it's Maybe do. A percentage. Chris... Well, I don't know what I'm going to think of. Let me grab my pack of cigarettes and go, hmm, tar. Yeah. Richard Pryor
0: either has the best kryptonite or the worst, worst kryptonite. kryptonite. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
1: on a scale... This kryptonite
0: like... is so good, you're going to pour brandy all over yourself and set yourself on fire. And then what you're going to do
1: is you're going to go to another bar and you're going to piss everybody off. <laughs> Whatever
0: flip peanuts, flip at the peanuts mirror.
1: break all the bottles what a
0: dick <laughs> superman is a dick when he's drunk sorry you were talking about vera but yeah we got vera, off man, we veered um, off there and started I mean, talking about Look, it.
1: my parents tried to protect me as much as possible from movies that would probably have scarred me but i mean when you're taking a kid to go see superman 3 you're not expecting that and that's what happened i know i went and saw that at the drive-in most likely and oh my god when that happens i mean i what is it uh I have no knowledge. You're thinking Superman eh, 3. It's, it's Superman. Superman. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing going to be that scary. When she gets pulled in because everyone's getting away because that computer is just wants to live on its own mm-hmm. and she gets sucked in, it's just... I, I'm going to go
0: on record right here. Hey, hey yeah. that that scared the hell out of me too. Now, I saw it on network television <clears throat> and it, it it should have made my list. It's It could be a, a number seven. I briefly thought about it because uh, I just watched it not not... I mean, when I say not recently, not long ago, rather. So uh, you buy your pick six and they're like, I want that really large old English
1: like chocolate stout <laughs> that doesn't fit.
0: <laughs> it's all by a bomber of right, that. Exactly. That <laughs> scared the hell out of me as a kid. Um, Superman 3 gets, it, it's got its faults, but a fan cut of that could make it a pretty badass Superman movie. Mm-hmm. It's not as bad as everyone. Just take all the stupid parts out? Take all the Richard Lester shit out of it. All the the slapstick comedy and all the Rube Goldberg shit. It's dark. It's darker. And he's... Well, I'll tell you one thing. You can definitely tell
1: going from Superman to Superman 2 and going into Superman 3 that Superman 3 was shot in Los Angeles. Actually, it was shot in Canada. Well, it's not shot in New York. No. shot in British Columbia, actually.
0: uh, Alberta. Um, which that shows what horrible so, uh, geographic, uh, what my horrible Atlanta. geography of Canada is. Is Alberta is on one side, and British Columbia is on the. Actually, they're both on the same side. I think they are. It's shot in the western part of Canada. Yeah. How about that, Jesus? Everyone so thinks I'm an idiot now. Hey, so, what's your number one? My number one is from the classic. Um, it's this scene. Get out. <laughs> From the Amityville Horror. The original Amityville Horror with Margot Kidder and James Brolin. Um the first time my mom left me at home by myself. She went to the store. She no was doing companion. Like, <laughs> no companion, no <laughs> adult supervision, nothing. Uh she's we'll was going to Okay, you're 10. I'm going to we're going to try this out. Is this is a I'm, companion I'm, episode. I'm going to I'm going to leave you by yourself at the house for 30 minutes while I go to the store. Excellent. One of those Sunday movies was on. Like, what is this? Oh, hey, Lois Lane's in it. Cool. Get out. From then on, I, who understands that? It's sort of like an Evil Dead kind of thing. It's yeah. a, it's this formless, shapeless voice that can make flies attack a priest.
1: Yeah. I mean, if I wanted to pick movies that scared me when I was in high school or maybe movies that scared me when I was in my early 20s, I'd go, uh, Exorcist would probably be on there. Because I didn't see yeah. that until you know I was probably in my twenties. Yeah, I didn't either. And for that one, after I saw it once or twice, and now if I come across it and it's on, I usually change the channel because it just
0: it Exorcist hurts. doesn't bother me, but but that Amityville movie does because yeah. it's it, it it is based on a true story. That guy really did slaughter his whole family, right? And he did say that the demons told him to do it. He was, however, a raging drug addict and a raging alcoholic.
1: Have you seen The Conjuring? Which kind of I haven't. Yeah, I don't like movie. movies.
0: Movies like that still freak me out a little bit. Not yeah. because I think that, that stuff can happen, it, but it just it, yeah. the ghost episodes of Unsolved Mysteries still freak me out. If I have to watch them with a friend, or I have to watch them in the daytime. <laughs> the music doesn't scare me anymore.
1: Yeah, but it used to, didn't it? It, it did I mean, me. it still gets in my head, yeah. yeah. That's, that,
0: if this was a TV podcast, we could talk about that. <laughs> music. I miss Robert Stack. Uh, there you have it, kids. Uh, moments for movies or Unsolved Mysteries episodes that scared us as kids. <laughs> it's it's on, Amazon. on Amazon. It's on Amazon right now. Yeah. We'll be back next time yeah. with um, uh, another one. pick six of our own choosing. Enjoy.